from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. We're here to introduce you to our sponsors for this week's episode, Adam and Eve. Not a stranger to some of you guys. A lot of y'all have been writing us and telling us what you ordered, whether it be butt plugs or lingerie. <laughs> you know, I'm really thinking I'm, people I'm, think I say it like that now. I, I say lingerie. I said that in front of my mother and she's like, but you know what it is. Whatever. I'll be straight like libido B. It's a li- whatever. Anyway, you can get your libido up by ordering um, <laughs> pills on there. They have some dope like uh, enhancement pills for men and then um, like orgasm pills for women. I know we've talked about a few on this show as well. But if you use our code WD50, you're going to get any item you want at 50% off. The sex swing is like $100 on there and you get it for $50. Um, I'm a friend. You know how to do math now. Friend, I'm so proud. <laughs> a friend told me that. Not, um, you know, it's not like I have the swing. But when you go to that website, they're also going to get some you're going to get free items um, six free movies now if you don't have a DVD player maybe your boo has a Nintendo what do they call them PlayStation PlayStation one of those do PlayStation still play CDs you oh, know, okay. put it in the disk drive at work, whatever. <laughs> but uh, you also get a mystery pack. It's going to be an item for you or her or whoever. Um, I got some lube in mine and also free shipping. Okay. That's a lot of free shit because of support the show. You guys are always like, oh, you know, why don't you do longer episodes? Why don't you have this guest? We give y'all a call. 50% Damn off. Damn it. We, our Jesus. guest from here is from LA. We had to fly this bitch <laughs> all the way. So keep buying us ads. Damn, I mean, you got miles because I know you ain't putting out the business account absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) anyway support us five zero thank you guys and let's get on with the show so holla y'all what's up it's monday y'all up i think we are making people love mondays now i ain't even gonna hold you monday's depressing as fuck yeah but they be excited when they hear our voices so welcome y'all to another episode of horrible decisions this is your girl mandy b i'm wheezy and we have a special guest can you introduce yourself hi i'm liz goldwyn and i am the founder of the sex ed 
I, See, I need to add something behind B because I like to have a full name. Me too. Like, dang, just B. I'm Liz Gold. I, what do I say? Wheezy. I know. Maybe you got to start saying WTF. But we're also not, we don't have as many accolades. So maybe that's why we don't say our name <laughs> well, like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, your, your accountant Listen, is like a you know really fucking you know That's pretty much our own you know, accolades to this show. You know what I mean? Um, so I met Liz when I went to a porn, pan, porn and pleasure with Eric Celeste. I talk about that all the time. And I was like so enamored just seeing like two women up there talking about, you know, and both of you look so poised. And you know, Erica's talk- very. I'm not even gonna hold you. I like feel like I gotta speak a little, a little proper during <laughs> basically. This what she's saying is we're ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just like, damn, this is so dope. And I knew who Erica Les was, and I never had heard of you before. And then when you talked about directing and all the things that you've done, it, you were just very pro women, and I felt like it would be perfect for our show. Not so- only that, she got a blue check mark. Blue That's check true. mark pussy in the house. That's right. That's right. My shit is verified. Stock is up. Um, but I listened to one of your episodes where I don't know if it was a man or woman teaching blowdrop tricks. Lou Paget, yeah. And giving, I was like, Damn. giving fellatio and cunnilingus tips. Holy actually. shit. Dude, we have yet so... to do a cunnilingus one. That's very important. How do I we know? People don't. I've actually had people tell me before, like that when they were teenage boys, they would Google how to you, you know can... how to give proper proper head for women. I'm like, well, let's see. There's a two-hour video of it on Pornhub because I looked it up before. Now, did you I'm watch not the whole two-hour? I, hour? <laughs> I mean, so, but here's the thing: like, don't doesn't everyone like the same way with men? A lot, a lot of men like to receive head in different ways. There's not really one way to perform cunnilingus, like give head. To, I mean, there's to not woman, one right? way to do anything. No, but sexually, right? Right, Absolutely. you're right. But we, but just like there's good blowjob tips, like actually sucking or being able to use okay. the twisting motion, things yeah. like that. There were some good tips in there too, especially I think for women. For me, I got a labia massage, and I talk about it all the time on the show because it was so amazing. When I watched the how to eat pussy thing, he touched the lips a lot, and this things people forget to do. They just like either go right on your clit, or they just start sticking fingers in there, and there's not like this nice suave movement to it that I want. Okay, we we could all learn, but it's a good video. But that episode, holy shit! See, I might have to listen to it. It is one of our more popular episodes. I will say. I mean, it was, and you did a very good job asking, like, so exactly how? And she, I mean, they. She broke well, because what I like to do, what the whole concept of what we're doing with the sex ed is, even on our site, when we have articles like anal sex 101 or orgasm breathing, which I know you want to get to, yeah. or period sex, is I try <laughs> to imagine <laughs> period sex all the time. And she thinks Ew, it's gross. I mean, now you're getting really happy with it. <laughs> you just said that really proudly. And I'm just like. I mean, I mean, I love it, and I'm always super horny, oh like God. right before my period Ew. or when I'm on my period. It's a personal thing, but like I like to think that we're not talking to people who necessarily have ever done any of this before. Like you can't assume that people are. There's no such thing really as being an expert in sex. We're all trying Absolutely. to figure it out. We're all like on this evolving learning curve, right? Right. And like what turns you on now might be totally different in six months, six years. I mean, I hope that I'm super freaky when I'm 80, that I'm doing Me things too. that I'm not doing I now. I too. So you keep saying- I made my mom, actually, my mother See? edited our Anal Sex 101 essay. What? And she's like, I don't know what, honey, I've never had anal sex. I'm like, that's great because I want this to read like real 101. And the person who wrote it was an expert. And so she gives me the edit back and she's like, you know, you talk about at the end of the article talks about poo and does it hurt? 
And like, I feel like you got to mention that right up top, which was a great tip. That right? is, that's that very is true. A, that's my Am I going to shit? And what's crazy is we were just in Miami, and that was one of the questions. A woman like asking how she can go through with having anal sex. Yeah. And so we all gave anal sex tips. Um, but you keep mentioning the sex ed. I want our listeners to know that is the name of your podcast. It's it's correct? our it's our podcast, but it's also our website is okay. the sex okay. And we do we have essays written by experts. We do live talks and events. I actually bought the domain names in two thousand eight. I was gonna say how yeah. does no one else own it? The, I right. own the sex ed and I own the sex ed show.com, both of them. Oh great. Right. I've been in you know yeah. I've been in this game a long time. My first job was at Planned Parenthood when I was 13, working in a clinic in Santa Monica. I answered phones, um, and then I did peer education, and then I helped organize their media library, because this is like pre-Google, so people would come in and check out, like, Books and VHS, not even oh, DVDs, God. but VHS and pamphlets. Um, and then I wrote, I wrote two books about sexuality. The first one about burlesque and the advent of striptease. We have yet to do an episode on that. And I want no, we to. Haven't. Yeah, you yeah. should. I love burlesque. Well, I yeah. wanted. I mean, when she when I when I talked to Liz, like, what what can we talk about? And she mentioned burlesque. I just felt like. The topic for today's episode is like starting over again uh-huh. and just getting back to yourself. And I feel like you've lived a lot of life, especially to have been married. That's really important. Even if someone's not married right now, but it's just a breakup, how do I like reinvent myself? How do I get back out there? Yeah. It's the number one question I feel like asked at our yeah. shows. I totally had to do that. I mean, I met my ex-husband when I was 18. And I really struggled. When we got married, I really, you know that whole thing like, who am I? What's my identity? Yes. And even though I was like, had a career, I had, you know, I was, you know, writing books, I'd made a film, I sold it to HBO, also on Burlesque. I I, all of a sudden, I had this fear that, like, oh, I'm just going to be a wife? Is that what people are going to look at me as? Right. Mar- as I was young, no one else was married. And, and you know, we were together for 13 years. And you're a very different person Ooh, from 18 to 30. Oh, so Liz. Right? And I feel like wife wasn't even anything I knew about your identity. I just knew boss bitch Liz, all this list of shit that, like, when you Google you that you find... And it's crazy that someone like you could have thought that. But you know what? It made me kind of focus on being a boss bitch because I I, I, ha- I was like not going to Bart. I mean, I'm a stoner and always have been. So <laughs> well, we know I, you're from LA, <laughs> right? <laughs> I brought my vape. I have my vape pen in my bag. Uh, yeah, no, I'm big on cannabis. We do a lot of cannabis on our site. Can the neuroscience? Yeah, he's over there being like, yeah, <laughs> neuroscience. My my boyfriend actually is in cannabis too now. But yeah, can neuro science of cannabis and uh, cannabis and sex because first of all alcohol we know the science alcohol and consent no we don't know the science we do because we publish it we publish it we do alcohol is definitely like it's much better for your body right to to use cannabis than drink but also when it comes to consent and boundaries People, there's a lot more Not issues around assault and rape than, <laughs> with alcohol than can. What are you gonna do? Like, oh, you're gonna get high and you're gonna get tired and you're gonna go home. Oh, you're gonna go eat, eat a fucking snack. I mean, right. or I can't feel my. You're body. not gonna get so, aggressive. That's how you had your. Th- oh, when I yeah, Wait, did you say that? Yeah, yeah, okay. I said my three. Well, I had edibles and I actually did it so that my mind could be at ease and so that I didn't think of all the horse things I was about to do. But. And, but yeah, I actually had like one of my male male three male male female threesomes on edibles, and I was gone, honey. I was in the stars, bitch. Like he like his friends started. Well, at one point I didn't even know which one I was fucking. But like <laughs> seriously, but like 
the friend like started making me squirt and I was just like whoa what's going on who's doing that <laughs> and then my guy was like nigga what you doing but it was feeling good but he ain't really know but yeah on edibles you on gotta me. know your doses yeah well I did it was one gubby bear I should have what had a leg <laughs> yeah had like, a had leg. like a, had a quarter <laughs> had a quarter but yeah. in California where I live like we've got dispensaries on and every that, block yeah, see that and west like, coast shit different I, I mean it is that's why I don't smoke weed with my west coast friends and they're like we gotta get you high and I'm like uh-uh, no you don't well Weezy got some um, icebreakers that we like to do with our guests okay and this is kind of just to open you up um, not literally but just to kind of you know get you on your little horrible decisions vibe okay so fuck me first one I have it pulled up right here oh great when is the last time you came if solo what were you watching slash thinking about the last time I came this week uh, was what is today? What? I don't Wednesday. Know. Yeah, like it's I don't know. Whatever. You don't work the day before yesterday. <laughs> the day before yesterday because I haven't I haven't been like home all day. But I really do think like it's great to masturbate before like you have a big meeting. I mean, a date for sure if yes. you're single. Yep. But like. I th- I'm a big believer in orgasm manifesting. Oh my God, I we had it. Kristen Soleil. Yeah, she she wrote the book Witches, Feminist Sluts. You heard of it? Yeah, yeah, I've read so it. So we had her on, and she was like, "Oh, talking about sex magic," and she's like, "You've got to get some greenery if you want money, and just think about it." I was like, "Damn, you can, yeah, you can masturbate an orgasm for financial. I mean, you can visualize a color, you can visualize something you want. Mm-hmm. The same way that I don't know if you guys do altars at all ever, like burn candles, altars. Or, yeah, like have an altar in your house where you like maybe I, have, you have, I have a small one yeah maybe sure you have like not. a picture of you know whatever it is like yeah. you can make your own but yeah i do think like ma- masturbation is a really good so thing you, to you do. did it before a meeting what did you were you watching i porn? actually well no i let my last orgasm was with my boyfriend but um Lucky i you. do think i do think <laughs> like i do i am a big big fan of like masturbating before big business I meetings that. i like that for too. sure i've been doing it before interviews like since we had her like i've been having small interviews for like little casting things and I just try to fuck myself and think you know maybe the pheromones are out there they're like booking me for ho shit anyway <laughs> but it rela- it relaxes you and it I puts you nice. in touch with your own power so yeah. I well and I do I masturbate um, every time like I go to sleep but the last time I came was hot today during my lunch break what <laughs> bitch green eyes was up here you know I just fucked him in Miami so I felt like he had to like redeem himself a little bit um, so he hit me and he was like, I'm in New York. I said, you had work. dick on your lunch break. Literally, it was amazing. My friend said I, I was the best hope. 40 minutes, bro. Got it to him in Midtown. Fucked and sucked. <laughs> then came back to the motherfucking office. And I had time to pick up some motherfucking lunch. But it was so well. Does anyone else use your computer? No, it's my computer with my monitor. Well, thank God. Thank you. But no, I did have to like wipe. And my bun almost came off because I ain't got bobby pins. So this is really like a loose bun. <laughs> and I had to put a bun on today because I thought we was going to have video. But Benson, motherfucking ass at home. Sorry, guys. Sorry, no guys. lack of video today. We're going to, you know, post a picture of how cute Liz is. Yeah, but it was great. I um, Good for you. Yeah, he, um, he let me know he's in town to see a doctor or whatever. So it's just like an in and out. He leaves tonight. Well, hopefully it's not for his dick. No, no it's not. Um, you know, he's athletic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually impressed that you managed to fit the lunch in too. So I know. So I brought Wait, it, I, I didn't like I did eat. I did bring the lunch back to my desk. I didn't have did time. Did he order your room service? No, we didn't have time for this. So I literally walked in and so what's crazy is we still kinda did a catch up, but you know I just saw him in Miami, so there was not much to 
catch up on except when I walked to the room I was like you ain't gonna pull that shit you did in Miami what are we do you bro he like he, he been in he come. been in Miami for the off season so bitch we went through three condoms but he didn't come so then he like had me sucking his dick just for too long bro I said sir I have a live show I need my jaw and it was just I, like I'd never I haven't sucked dick with an attitude in a long ass time <laughs> <laughs> bitch I was I had the biggest attitude sucking his I dick I know exactly like, what I was talking like, about I was like <laughs> Niggas, you gonna come or I ain't gonna keep sucking his dick. Like I, I was just angry sucking his dick. So I like as we're walking around the room, I'm like, you ain't gonna pull that shit, did you last time? He asked how the show was. So while we're talking after having this you're conversation, getting, we're getting both taking up? our fucking clothes off. I did, it was so great this time. Pretty much. And then we laid on the bed. I started sucking him, he got really hard, and then we fucked. And I he's He's comparable to 24-7's dick, so I come with penetration with him like almost every time we fuck. So, so lucky. I had two orgasms during my lunch break, and it was amazing. So what about you? You're making me like really horny right now. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder if that's what people be talking about while they be at work. They, oh, my God. When me and Mandy were playing like porn into the fucking mic, this girl was like, I couldn't even take it anymore. I kind of feel bad, but they choose to listen to this at their jobs. It's not our fucking... I, you can ride, do it on the ride home. So... Whatever. Um, when last time you orgasm? Your turn. I've had so many threesomes this past week <laughs> that um, with the same two people. By the way, I'll, I'll get into that in another show because it's definitely a story. But I'm ovulating this week. I cannot stop fucking myself. Like it's so insane. We're all in this group chat, right? And everybody's like on out on their post vacation blues. Like we all feel like shit. You know what I mean? Because we've been together and cuddling and like. He's like, damn, I woke up alone, and like, I look to the left, I look to the right, she's alone. And so, like, I can't stop masturbating, probably three times a day. I mean, maybe a little bit more, I'm not going to front, but even when I pull up the porn now, I look up, I have to look up passionate threesome, and then... You you type in passionate, bro, you Because I have to imagine what so I have. You're so emotional. But wait! <laughs> passionate threesome? This is why and here I go... <laughs> Just, I just want gangbang. <laughs> I normally want gangbang, but I have to emulate so what I was gotta, doing. Now they gotta be so kissing. now it's not even good enough. Now I have to look at the pictures of the both of them and the small little videos we made, and I have to go think about it and then masturbate. I can't look at porn right now because the sex I had was so good, probably the best sex I've ever had, that porn doesn't work anymore. So I came with an attitude, basically. You suck dick with an attitude. I came with an attitude. You were probably fine. I don't want. I don't want. I mean, I watch a lot of porn for work, for research, like for a long time. So I don't really watch it in my personal life. Really? Can you yeah. masturbate without it? You don't need it. Yeah, I don't. Need oh yeah, it. no, I need I it. Need I it. can't masturbate at all without porn. I'm, but I'm visual. I don't think my imagination is there all the way. What do you think about? Mm, everything, anything. I just, I guess it's like, you know, I ha I feel like all day long I'm looking at so much stuff for work that like at a certain point I get oversaturated and I just like, mm. ha it's almost like it becomes work. Yeah. So it's like not sexy to sexy to me. But like I'll read erotica sometimes or like I don't Reading just need really it. gets me horny. Yeah. Me too. I'm I love, we have a whole that. section on our website. We have a whole bookshelf section Ooh, actually good. with like all sorts of things, like all sorts of books around sex, health, consciousness, erotica. Yeah, oh, I love it. Big, big fan of erotica. Well, speaking of that, we have another little game. It's called This or That. So This is all for Liz. Yeah, this is all for you. So <laughs> vibrator or your hand? I got to go with vibrator. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, just because I love my Lilo. I love, I'm a big Lilo fan. You know I what? Love, they're so you beautiful. Rich? They're so. <laughs> I have the same. This is expensive. They are very expensive, but I've had I've only I've had two Lilos. 
like only two don't wear out over like the last like Do you have a suction cup one? Uh, the last nine years. I get sent a ton of vibrators and those are like my standbys. It's always the chat companies that send us shit. Remember I know. And I, said, I, I was telling I said yeah. oh, we ain't ad- advertising. But them. also you know you gotta be really careful. We have another thing on our site about sex toy safety because a lot of the sex toy companies they're using like toxic plastics on oh, the vibrators shit. and they don't clean they don't clean Okay. Yeah, right. no, you got to be really, really careful we about what you put yeah, in your vagina. Okay, so male, male, female threesome or female, female, male threesome? You know, I'm, I'm really a big fan of homoerotic porn, actually. Me too! Yeah. Well, I guess I I'll love... leave the room because you guys are sisters now. <laughs> yes! I, I think loved it's it. so just fucking hot. Bunch. Like, if I'm going to watch porn, I probably, that's what it would Gay, yeah, me too. Toward. Just dicks galore. I love yeah. bisexual threesome, and that normally comes with That men. is sexy. Men. Oh, my yeah. God. Bisexual male male. I love, I love when it. it's like a 69 with a guy and a girl, right? And then the guy's fucking her, and then like the other one sucks his dick. Oh. Yeah, I really like that, too. Well, Wait. clearly, I I think I've said that. (laughs) Okay, so a little bit of BDSM: blindfold or handcuffs. Uh, I like. um, What do I have? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, A blindfold, um, like a little whip, like a nice little suede whip. Okay. I've been tied up. I've been tied up professionally too by one of my really close friends, who's one of the best like mistresses of the ropes in the world. She has a salon in Paris. Did, you, did it go like around your wrist a whole? And like I mean, it took hours. Yeah. Wow. Like, whole elaborate. Like it took great. hours to tie you. Yeah, because like it's a whole thing. She so where'd really, you wear it? Like how? No, long? I mean we did. It was like in a hotel room. Yeah, and then oh. she put me in. Like I wanted to. I really wanted to do it with her to see like what did I like, what do I don't like. Okay, so I don't like being hogtied. That wasn't yeah, for me. me. I'm claustrophobic. Like, yeah, I'm, I get really claustrophobic. But it was super interesting because she kept on saying to me, "Remember your breathing. Remember your yoga. Remember your meditation." The whole time, which I hadn't really. That's connected. how tense you were. No, it's really important to like be in your body, like yeah. to really be in your body while and you get out move. of your head. Yeah, yeah. While well, you can't move, you're being confined. And she, you know, there's all the knots in the back. She's so I'm in this like sort of elaborate braided corset, essentially yeah, well, of ropes, them, but... and everything meets and the small of my back, and then it's like you know a long cord, and she's holding it. And at the end of what was probably like four hours, she was like, "I was like, okay, I need to get out of this now." And she was like, "Well, let me just do one thing with you." And you know that game when you're a kid. Trust. Yes. Yeah, like where you fall, fall backwards. Fall back. She was like, to fall forwards. So I fell forwards, but she's holding me. So I, I, you know, I'm suspended, like, just above the ground. And it was such a, like... Did that feel good? I felt so safe. I felt... And she works a lot with women, especially who are dealing with, like, reclaiming their bodies or sexual assault. Oh, wow. And it, I was like... It was like... You know how sometimes you need to walk in someone else's shoes yes. to understand? I really needed to do that to be like, oh, I totally get it. Of course. I feel so protected and safe and, like, in your now hands. Now you're confined and you feel like yeah I feel like I felt trust imagine if someone took hours in you and you're like ah oh, I get it take yeah. it off that's, that's <laughs> that all I can think and then that yeah and then you have ghost ropes I definitely you feel like you have you have like ghost you ropes you have the mark yeah, but no. Also, oh, you, you just, just feel felt it. you feel like you feel like you we have it. Do an episode on bondage. I got I've a guy never that I'm trying to get thought about that. We got to do. It. I never thought about that either. Just to, to, you finally get it off after hours, you could still feel it. That's like when I wear a wig. Oh, I was going to say, that's like how when, like, I get fucked real good and, like, my stomach, I still feel like a dick in my stomach. You just, you feel the imprint. Bitch, I, that's how I was when on my lunch break, bitch. That's how I love texting. I sat texting. down like, oh, I'm nasty. I was just thinking myself. Oh, and I then you it. went back to your spreadsheet. You, you went back oh, to your Excel. Oh, it's so miserable. Spread those legs in that Excel. Well, I'm really happy. So every... 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Episode, we have this segment called Vanilla Shit. And, bitch, this was a good one. I ain't even gonna hold you. I just read the title, bitch. Which one was it? So the title for this week's Vanilla Shit is... Sex on first date That's is right. important if you want a serious relationship. I I slept with my ex husband on the first date. All of my boyfriends, my, 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 actually, my, boyfriend, my boyfriend, too. Yeah. we fucked on the first I night. I love this. And this is a, too. a UK article. What is yes, it? so it's from mirror.co.uk. Um, IllicitEncounters.com, the UK's leading dating site for married people, has shared its staggering research into sex on first dates. If you want a serious relationship, sex on the first date is crucial, according to new research. More than a third of men found love after sleeping with their partner on the first more date. More than a third? More than a third. And is 50- that more than 75% accountant? Wait, no. more than a third? No, one a third, third, a third is, is only 33%. Oh, more than it. <laughs> see, you see what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. What's going on with this hole? I thought it was like three-fourths. She's sexy and she can do your you taxes. Um, 56% of women have had sex with their partner after the first date. The study highlights it has led to a proper relationship for 36% of women and 34% of men. But women are slightly more weary than men of partners who want to jump into bed straight away. One in six women. Do you want to do that? No, I'm not going to. That's 17%. (laughs) Said they would think less of someone if they had sex on the first night compared to 11% of men, which is crazy because I think men definitely care more if you have sex with them on the first night. So these these are, um, for you guys wanting to know, more than 2,000 people were surveyed for this research. I was about to ask that. I was about to ask. 2,000 people. I started reading, I don't want to read it. One of my old coworkers gave it to me, Farah. Why Men Love Bitches. And I was like, oh, this is yes, such a cheesy book. But it has so many like old ideals in there that I found too game playing. There's a section on this book about making a man waiting is like going to grow his respect. Like Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like growing that respect for you and like the timeline of it. And like when you say no for the first time, make sure it's when they really want it. And I was what? like, a part of me feels like this is really asinine because... 
I don't know. I, I think it's old fashioned. And also, don't you want to know what the sex is like? Because like, if it's bad, if it's then bad, what? then like, damn, you're a great person, and now yeah, I still you're so nice. <laughs> you're so nice. This is why people fuck the pool boy because they waited too long, but they already loved you. No, I can't be me. Like, yeah. See, I, well, I think it's also important that that is for maybe women like us or so, a lot of our women listeners, where sex is an important factor for them. I've met so many people, like, and I've even had friends where they don't understand how I can fuck so much or how casual sex happens with me or how I can have sex with someone that I'm not even emotionally tied to, like stuff like that. But it's because I genuinely like sex. So I think for maybe those individuals where they can be with someone and have bad sex at the same time, maybe having sex on the first night doesn't matter to them as much as it would us who but you know what I'm like very I have a high sex drive but I actually am super careful like I've been in I'm in a monogamous relationship I was in a monogamous marriage and I'm I'm like very careful about energy right Mm. like if I make people take off their shoes before they come to my house because not because of dirt because of the energy that you're bringing in from from the street right so if I am that crazy about shoes like I'm be even crazier about anything penetrating me so I take a, a few dates until I find, find that we're on the same synergy and we have that connection together and if we don't I don't think I know it the first date all the time I can but I'm not sure and I think it's because I'm so like uh, outgoing or like so extroverted that I could like anybody that's why it takes me a few dates to see if we're really really but don't here. you usually like and I think we often ignore this especially women we have a gut intuition about things or people right don't you immediately sort of feel something if something's off oh, yes. don't you that, feel it immediately off, in yes, your gut yes. and you know yeah. we are taught to ignore that feeling like we're you know we we, even like if they uh, if they pull uh, people who are serial rapists or serial killers when you when you when people, you know, do the victim profiling, they always say, well, there was something in my head that told me it was weird, but I ignored it because mm. I didn't want to be rude. Mm. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to mm. be impolite. But usually you kind of know instinctually things about people, like, absolutely energetically. So I go by that. It's only been a couple times when I go I've by, done it I go first, by the first date. <laughs> he got big dick energy. I'm feeling it. They like, can match right, your BVE. You know, B- <laughs> well, I don't know if I want a big vagina. Why don't you want big vagina energy? TVE, tight vagina energy, bitch. You want the tip? <laughs> tight. I can't have a tight vagina. I mean, big vagina energy. I didn't necessarily think about size. <laughs> I, I, yeah, just I was it. like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. That, that too. I don't know. We going to coin Do you remember the Sex in the City episode when she told the doctor, she's like, your penis is just too small. He's like, did you ever think your vagina was too big? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm really big on, on energy. So it's, it, it's weird, though, like, because... I don't know with dating, which I don't even know what how what dating is now, especially with doing either the profiles or I'm I am revisiting a lot of past relationships and seeing if because we're in different spaces now, if maybe the time is right for us to build mm-hmm. moving forward. So I mean, with me and those are people. A lot of those people are people that I've slept with like on the first night. I know that my last boyfriend I slept with on the first night, and I was talking to his brother first, and it still worked out. So I feel like with past relationships the only reason I can't jump back in them is because I sometimes harbor those same feelings like maybe I'll get over that moment but I'm just, it's like uh, you still did that to me like am I going to ever be able to get over it See, I'd be forgetting. so I feel like new relationships it's a clean slate like I'm not the person where you have to earn my trust I'm that person that you start here and then you can lose it mm-hmm. it's in, like, in, where some people okay. you need to build it up like they don't trust you at all and it takes time that's me 
Okay, so I'm the opposite. So that's why if I've already lost it, it's like I'm fucked. You're not getting it right. back. Yeah. It's hard. I can, I can, they say that it. women take, like an oven, take a while to heat up, but once we're off, that shit is shut down. I believe that shit. It's, see, and I guess it's just weird for me because with friendships, with sexual partners, with past relationships, like, I don't really end badly with many people. Like, you all, don't have to end bad. But, I mean, we just lose, connect, like, you know, lose us talking or I have a lot going on so now we stop talking or maybe they get into something like I don't know I feel like we just always pulled away because of what we both have going on in our lives and then later we find ourselves in each other's DMs again I mean in each other's DMs again. <laughs> you have the eyes this girl in our show the last show we had she was like what do I do if I'm like I broke up with my boyfriend I'm trying to bring all my old hoes back like what do I do Manny was like just send the eyes just that's it the next eyes, question you know, like <laughs> I felt so bad. The girl's like, it okay. Works. It does. I though. swear it works. They see them eyes. They know what's up. I, I put up a new picture of my braids, and someone sent me the eyes, and I was like, they look like mine from the DC show. That's cool. I feel like I inspired you. They're box braids. Well, I'm just saying, they're, they're, they're not triangle braids. Relax. Well, they're uh, <laughs> Anyway, he literally sent me the eyes. This guy I used to fuck, and I wrote back in all caps. No. <laughs> What's our kink of the week? So our kink of the week for you listeners that may have never listened or uh, Liz, if you're not sure what it is, our kink is this basically big word that we... This one ain't even big, ho. Is that? No. <laughs> I know how to say this one, but it's also because... This oh, that's is, right. This is only the first episode we're recording, so this is the problem. I mess up words all the time, but it's because I'm tired and I use that. We record after I do a long day of work on spreadsheets and, and accounting. And apparently dick sucking during my lunch break. <laughs> um, so the kink of the week for for this week is oh, this is so you you would pick this whatever um it's hygrophilia do you want to guess what hygrophilia means because you smart hygrophilia <laughs> yeah. well, i was i mean immediately my mind goes to weed and hydroponics so i'm i'm gonna i don't know this okay one. well I didn't, nope, that I, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is also known as the liquid fetish and no guys this is not where wheezy wants to be drowned um if <laughs> I said one time that I I thought it would be hot if a guy maybe put my face in water a little bit. Now this bitch tells the whole world, even on TV, that I want to be fucking drowned. So this is actually funny because, and I want to know if you have any stories about this, but um, this fetish is if you would rather avoid the wet spot on the bed, then this kink probably isn't for you. Mess fetishists enjoy the mess created by sexual fluids, both male and female fluid. They may use the fluids as lubes to drink drink to paint on their partner's bodies or passing it back and forth orally or snowballing. Um, I guess another part of this would be like people who like to actually, after they have sex and the sheets are all wet, they like to lay on the moist or wet sheets. I mean, Knowing sometimes that it, it can't be avoided, right? Sometimes you're just like, oh, then there's you're in spot. some bed sheet pulp. <laughs> I mean, Yo, I, I have to write that down so as an episode title. Do you bed like, sheet well, I know you like me and like liquid. Oh, you know, I'm like a bukkake whore. Not that I've done it. <laughs> Ooh, see, that sounded real kink shamey. I'm like, I didn't do it. But I'm like obsessed. I'm a fucking cum whore. I love that shit. Matter of fact, I'm going to just tell you guys before because I know we didn't do the threesome episode yet. So they were fucking missionary, right? And I was sitting on her face and me and him were making out. And I fucking came, right? Because I'm like watching them. And I guess he came watching me. So right when he did, he like takes my hair and like made me get it. Dude, it was so fucking hot. It was like real. This is why I can't masturbate to any other porn now, but like my own thoughts. And I had to like get it. And like my mouth was, it was like dripping all over me, bro. 
It was so fucking good. And her and I have been fucking for years, right? Him and I just started fucking like last six months. And I, you know, I've been fucking her for so long, and she has. I've never seen her with a guy. She's never seen me with a guy. And I'm like, oh, can I like pass it back and forth? This like too much because we've never talked about it. Uh, wait, y'all did all of this without having? We talk all the time about having these conversations yep. about her and I didn't and talk one, about. Wait, one moment, we had an entire threesome episode. Weezy, I need you to practice what the fuck you preach. Hold on, because we talked about <laughs> having these conversations and guidelines and boundaries okay, wait, 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 before we, getting into so threesome. This is what we talked about. I sent a long text. I was like, everybody put your thumbs up or thumbs down in the group chat. Blindfold, handcuffs, spanking, spitting, um, all kinds of shit like that. I said, spit or swallow. She was like, I don't like spitting it. I, I'll only swallow. I was like, okay. Like, she this is all on text. Yeah, like we're both group, like going back and forth. You know, millennial <laughs> shit. And it was fun, actually. <laughs> so we all live in different places. So like, you know, they would send their thumbs up and make a new suggestion. And like, I really enjoyed doing it. But for Sorry, reason, Android users. This is not possible for you. <laughs> With the thumbs up. And no, that's right. So the only thing I guess I forgot to say is like cum swapping. It just didn't come to my mind. <laughs> no. That, so right that. when it was in my mouth, it was kind of full. I was like, <laughs> and then they started talking to each other about how hot it was. I was like, okay, so I guess that window is gone. I'll just swallow it. But it was in my mouth for like a good 45 seconds. And I was just kind of sitting there like looking like a fish. Um, but you know, whatever, I'll take it. So I only picked this liquid fetish because when I was watching Bukaki recently, I like love looking it up. I found like the fake bukkake. Have you ever seen this? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's so disgusting. It's like basically these huge tubes of like cum and it like looks super fake and it's just like white and gooey. It looks like slime from Nickelodeon, but white. <laughs> and the girls are like, their eyes are covered in it and they're like rolling all over the ground. There's like tarp on the floor. And I was like, yo, like this is just not How fun. How do you get there? I don't want. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> you don't want to see her search history. But no. people in the comments, because every time I look at something weird, I'm like, I gotta see what people think of this shit. And they're so fucking into it. They're like, fucking drown me and come. And like that whole drown me and come thing is how you get there. Okay, I guess. I, I mean, it's gonna be a beauty product pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. There's already like beauty products that are like well, your you know, own blood. You know they have all the vampire. Cream. Rihanna oh, has a lip gloss called like, Diamond Milk. It looks like cum. Yeah, sparkly no, cum. I think sparkly cum. I think that's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Well, they do have placenta and hair products. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so semen's for facials for sure. Uh huh. But if I but wait, do that's that. A, that didn't I mean, no, for mask. You put you like so you'll just like put semen on on your face. I mean, I've done it on my T zone. <laughs> you know, it's very drying. It's it, very drying. It like you know, because my pores are huge right here. That's what the estheticians tell me. Really? They're like, you have great skin, but they're God like, damn, put some semen on there. I mean, they didn't say that. But I'm not paying eighty dollars <laughs> for that fucking tube. Me neither. Fuck it. I like to spend my money if it's a lot of money on vacations, food, and drugs. That's it. I'm not doing it with fucking beauty products. <laughs> no, I think you can make your own too. Yeah, I mean, maybe not with semen, if that's that's what maybe you're into. You should. Look this shit you but like fun. some full fat Greek yogurt and honey and a oh, face well, mask. Oh yeah, that's I, like I, a real I thing. keep that in my fridge that for like ten thing. days. That's really, really good. There's got to be a recipe for this shit. A recipe for semen facial preventing wrinkles. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> the sperm makes skin glow, according to a new study that a man probably did. It's good for the skin. The proteins and nutrients present in sperm can make your face glow and loosen and lighten those nasty looking scars. See, that's why I had it on my neck, bitch. Uh, I had, you know, I was tightening up my neck. Please tell us this story while I blow my nose. No, no, I'm not gonna no, sell. No, you need no to it's it. just a pearl necklace. Story. Mind you, it's with the same guy whose dick I sucked during lunch. 
today. It's still fucking gross. It's not. So, anyways, basically, I fucked a guy really drunk and didn't realize where he came. And the next morning, I rushed out because I had to go have brunch. And my neck started itching, and I, apparently he came on my face and my neck. And so there was dried nut all on my neck, and it started flaking in my friend's car. And <laughs> don't mind me, that just happened. And um, we're going to go ahead, and while Wheezy goes and blows her nose... Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to go ahead and get into our horrible decision. Now, Wheezy started this. What happened? Oh, sorry. No, we're going ahead and getting into our horrible decision, and I'm excited about this um, because, again, we have been getting asked these questions a whole lot. What Do you want to go through and say what the horrible decision is? You kind of... Yeah, so I I wanted to make this about starting over and self-love. You know, you shared that you've been married before, and you have so many accomplishments in life, and I feel like... Sometimes men or women or bad relationships can really fuck us up from our end goal and our comp- and our purpose. So I wanted to dive into what what your story is, you know, just briefly, but basically the healing process after. Mm-hmm. You know, how 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 would you can you walk us through yours? Yeah, you know one thing that I like to advise people to, I think that's helpful is like even, you know, sometimes like, yeah, our hearts are so fucking broken, right? And people are like, well, the best way to get over to someone is to get under someone. But sometimes actually you need to reclaim your sexuality and yourself. Like, so we're talking about energy, right? Yes. And like the energy that you take on. So if you're being penetrated, for example, like you're literally taking on someone else's energy and that takes a while to clear from your system. So I think mm. like going through periods of self-imposed celibacy can be really good. That can be a good Thing. It's almost like a palate cleanser between courses of like a meal, right? Yeah. It's like kind of reclaiming your space. That doesn't mean that you can't masturbate or look at whatever you want to do. Just It doesn't even mean that you can't fuck around with someone else. It's just right. maybe meaning like not being not being penetrated by them, you know, like keeping some space for yourself. I think for me, at least, I did go I've through. I've been reading about that. Yeah, I went through a period morning. of that, um, you know, and I think we had Nina Hartley, who's a really famous adult star yeah. on our podcast, and, and she even talks about that, like someone who's for a living is having sex. With, oh, wow. And she's pansexual. Yeah, I think that, like, that for me was a big thing, kind of felt so... I mean, I felt really heartbroken. It was not an easy decision. I feel like decision. when I've been heartbroken, I've literally felt it in my chest. Like, I've been fucking heartbroken. I can feel it. I'm walking around. It's heavy. And I have wanted to make myself feel better. The first thing I do is text an ex. Of course you do, because you want that immediate gratification. See, you want to feel yeah, like yeah. you're still desired, right? But, like, what are you desiring yourself? And like, that's the hard You're thing. looking for someone else's validation. Which is absolutely, crazy. and I'm the opposite. It's the first thing I do with a breakup. When my heart is like broken, or I'm, or I, I become really hurt by a guy, I hate all men, and so I find myself just oversaturating my schedule between work, between finding something to do, hanging around friends, hitting people up like, let's do lunch, let's do dinner, let's grab drinks, and I'm just out with a lot of friends. But I actually feel like I hate men. I don't want to be hit on. I don't want to talk to men. I don't respond to like, and I just kind of clock out from even interacting with men altogether. You don't want to sit in that. Because I think most of us don't want to sit in the loneliness and the fear and the vulnerability and feeling abandoned, which is why we like turn to drugs, turn to food, turn to alcohol, turn to sex. All those things are great. Right. But like doing all those things with intention, right? right? Not because we want to mask our loneliness. Like it's 
okay to be lonely and feel shitty and feel fear and feel vulnerable and wake up in the middle of the night and be like, am I going to die alone? Those are human questions that every single person on the planet has. Right. You know, I feel like we all think we're, we're alone in that, that like we're the only one that has those fears. No, we all have those fears. We just don't talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to pass just like the clock turns around, you know, or a wave comes in and out. We're just like culturally so uncomfortable with that, that have we like want to cover it up immediately. Have you, um, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but a few months back, I'd say in January, everything was just going fine. I'd been making the most money I've ever made. Mandy and I are getting along. Everything is fine. And I was like, I feel nothing. And it was almost worse than feeling sad. Like I had no emotion going on. Because sometimes when you're in those feelings, I think it feels good to feel them. I don't know if you felt that, like when you cried and it feels good to like let yourself go through that. And I've tried to make that my process, like when I'm feeling a lot of emotions to actually sit and understand what I'm feeling instead of covering it up. Because what I've done in the past is text exes, go out and get fucked up, just go to something really random, go on vacation randomly with a friend, spend too much money. And it's like, then I have to sit in those feelings when I come home. So now I try to actually process them, write them down, talk about what I'm feeling. And it feels better to like go through that motion instead of covering it up. How long do you think for, let's say you were in a 13 year relationship, but let's say someone who is going through a heartbreak of someone they just met, let's say six months or a year. They say it takes half the time that you've been together. I don't know. I My friend Dita Von Tees, speaking of burlesque, mm-hmm. she had gotten divorced like just eight months before me, Wasn't actually. Wasn't to the d- Manson. Oh, no. Manson. Marilyn Manson. I'm thinking of Kat Von D. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she, I, like and I would like ask her all the time, like, okay, so what's what should, what should be happening now? Because she was like, had just was sort of at every phase of the healing, like just a little bit before me. I'm like, when is this to be over? And I kept on thinking like, fuck, if I could invent a pill for heartbreak, like, yeah. But then the other thing it's is- the worst pain. You, would, you think about all the great art, right? And music, like think about all the music we listen to. Like so much of the best art and music is made from heartbreak. And it's not a lot of, I mean, it's hard to make great art when you're super happy, right? Cause <laughs> you're just like living it. your life. Like, you know, Everything Is Love came out with Beyonce and Jay-Z, but it wasn't Lemonade. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. God exactly. Damn. That video. Remember when she smashed the yeah. car? It was like, fuck him. I swear to God. I and watched we it all and felt that. We yeah. all could empathize that. We all had been in that space. Yeah. Right? It was More good. than like, sometimes I think when people are super happy, you're like, I'm, well, I'm not fucking happy. Why are they That's happy? That's why I love New York. Because nobody's happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can talk shit about people. So it don't, it just... I saw a couple making on the subway. This is a long time ago, but I'll remember this moment. I was going to work, and everybody's in a bad mood. And she's like, and me and this girl looked at each other like, what the fuck is their problem? Like, we were just trying to fucking get to work. And bitch, you're on this train with your fucking, shut up! Yeah, that's New York. That's New York for I know. Yeah, when I moved back to L.A. from New York, I remember, like, if someone would ask me a question, like a stranger, like, where'd you get your yogurt or something? I would, like, roll up my car window. (laughs) I'm like, why are they being nice? Why are they talking to me? It's so weird. It's really weird. Okay, so we go through the healing process. Let's say that part is over. But what do you think is a good way to get back out there? That's the question that we've been getting at, at, at a lot of our shows. I don't shows. even know how like, to answer it anymore. Yeah, so they want to know, hey, I'm done dating, but I want to now get out and date, but I'm not looking to jump into anything else. What would be kind of your go-to or any type even of advice you would have Even if it's a process like 
things to start doing to get yourself out there. But like, let's just imagine someone that's been in a relationship and pretty much quarantined themselves to their boyfriend. I think it's a really good idea in general to like get outside of your comfort zone with like your scene that you're in, right? Like, Ooh. I think it's really good to like maybe go, I don't know, do something you would never go do before. Like, take a class or like go, I don't know, like. There's a million different, like, you live in a city like New York, there's a million different scenes that you're not part of, and you kind of get stuck in your world, and you think, oh, I just meet the same people, and everyone's right. the same, is the same type of person. Yeah. But, like, if you just force yourself to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Basically, I should go to Brooklyn. I was about to say, basically, <laughs> I got to go where white people go. I was just going to say, all of our listeners are be like, so I have to listen to house music? Yes, you'll yeah. see me there. <laughs> Actually, to be frank with you, I, when I first moved to New York, I was going out meatpacking, right? And... I just, I felt like I was meeting too many of the same guys. I was like, you know what? The time of the black club, I'm done. And that was literally what I had to do. And it wasn't like I was not going to black clubs on purpose. I was just so into that meatpacking, like high life, like, you know, your $20 martinis. I love that shit. It took me getting a little bit lower east side, a mixed dive bar kind of vibe, heading out to Brooklyn, doing different type of parties to be like, oh, like I'm fine. Right. Now I'm making new friends. And then I could go back and be okay. But yeah. it, I was seeing the same people. When you see those same people, even the same women, it really was reminders of the person I was dating. And I hated that shit. I also think you should ask random people to set you up. Like people who are not necessarily your immediate best friend, but like, I don't know, like could be a coworker. Oh, like, Jesus. No, but you never, you I never know. know and at least, know. it might not be that That's person. It could be like a friend of that person or like they could take you to a party. Like one person's trash is another person's treasure, right? That's a whole that is, party I didn't even think too. about that. I mean, we, we're so used to not being set up because this is not our... I got so many niggas already. It's like, more? Like... <laughs> I but you fuck the ones you had. I do. I know. Like, so that's another thing with me. Like, I, 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 and I don't know if it's, I don't call it fear. And a few people have written, like, that they also revisit the past with people. But the time it takes to get to know someone and allowing new energy feels like more, way more work than me just going back to someone who I'm familiar with. But you're I talking like about that. for sex, right? No, both. Like, or I mean, for like, relationships. Like, niggas is free agents and retired now. They're not playing and traveling the Mandy world loves anymore. the basketball player. I like athletes. Okay. Well, the one I'm talking to was former football. Thank you. But, um, like, so they're also in a different space in their life. Also, back when I was dealing with these guys, I was either living in Atlanta or Miami. I was a bartender. I was on the fast life. So, like, I was viewed differently to them than where I am now. Like, I have my shit together. I still don't have kids. I'm, like, more... Do you want to have kids? No. So that's also at a space where I'm able to revisit. Really, I feel like you ch- you've you've said I've maybe never yeah. I've never said I want I mean, kids. She in my that entire life. You know what? She yeah. did a lot I'm of sorry, clarity. I'm wrong. You've used the word family. You never use the word kids. You're bitch, right. Bitch, I'm talking about a dog or a finger monkey. Bitch, I've been looking up finger monkeys. Them shit's a finger monkey. <laughs> I want a little finger monkey. Like I follow these these finger monkeys on Instagram called Diddy and Kong. They are so cute. What's and a you, finger monkey? I'm gonna show you. They're real cute. Um, so that's what you want, not and a kid, like a dog, but... like a dog. I really do want. Like, oh, we're looking this up for us. Thank you. Here we go. We're good. Look up real monkey. Diddy Kong. Look, they got a million followers. Oh, oh wow. that's it. That is Aren't pretty. That is very cute, actually. So I want a finger monkey, and these are like the little bigger monkeys. Where do you keep them during Aww. the day? Oh God, those, those big ones. nails I look like them. they might look. scratch, though. 
Man, I'm going to get a pedicure. <laughs> but no, like, in my mind, I'm not going to lie. So with talking to a lot of these men, they do have children already. And a lot of them, because, bitch, they got multiple, a lot of them done cut their dicks now. Like, they're uh-huh. snipped. Yeah. They've so, cut their dicks. <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean. They got they a neutered. vasectomy. They neutered. Yeah. You know the word? Vasectomy. There you go. Come on. You didn't know vasectomy. What? I said they neutered, bitch. So, like, now they can't have, like, babies. And so now it is to where, like, I think even for a lot of them, because of where they are with money-wise, power-wise, like, it's it's a genuine thing. Like, I ain't trying to have no baby, like, just to keep you. Like, it's a genuine connection. They're in different spaces in their life. So I, I believe in timing. And I think, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. I guess while we're talking about time that it takes to heal, I believe in timing of meeting people. I believe in, Definitely. I believe in yeah. meeting people and sometimes it's just the wrong time. Yeah. It may work. Damn, I wish I met you at a later time in life or sooner in life before, you know, things happened. So to me, at a space where I genuinely feel like I'm in a do I'm in a new bubble. I'm in a new career. I'm, we have this podcast where it's taken off and I'm traveling and I'm in this creative space. I genuinely feel like I'm in a new space that I can provide provide something different in a relationship that I couldn't But that also, you being in a new space and you doing what you want to do and investing your energy fully into it is what brings people into your orbit. I truly oh, believe. Sometimes okay. when you're really trying like hard that. to look for it, it's not going to come. But the second that you're like busy and focused on whatever right. it is that you're doing, all of a sudden it's like the universe is just sending you, um, sending you, know, you people right it's and funny left. You met- I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Mentioned that, like, so probably for the last four or five years, I've been talking about wanting to have a boyfriend and a girlfriend or be in a thruple or whatever, and never thought that the two people I would sleep be sleeping with would be it. And like when I tell you, it was so intense. At one point, like, I almost woke up and started crying. Of course, I'm emotional, but I was like, damn, I didn't think I would feel like this. I thought we were just gonna have sex and eat. Like, I thought this was going to be it. I didn't think we'd be holding hands and touching each other's faces and planning the next vacation while we're still sitting together, you know? And it was, like, really, really intense. 
And my mom was like, you manifested this for so long. Right. You've been looking at these two people, like, maybe you and him weren't like that. Maybe you and her weren't like that. But, like, together, now you can become something because it's just been waiting for you there. She was like, you probably weren't trying to have it like you were the last few years. Anytime I would fuck a girl, I'd be like, you should meet this guy. I'm yeah. fucking, we should be a thing. Did it not was. happen like that. It was. So that's interesting that you said it. You can really actually bring it into your orbit because I kind of feel like I did. I really am like super nervous because it felt so great and I'm just like shit it's the letdown of two people not just one now if it doesn't work yeah but don't future fuck yourself Oh, <laughs> say that shit with the future fuck. So, like, what's, what, what's like, the, okay, what, so what we're talking about, like, if we're talking about being in the moment and being present, most of us are constantly future fucking ourselves. Like, we're going into like what could happen, what will happen, like oh. what might happen, and we're like, you know, the more that you put your mindset there, you bring Just it in. Instead of being like right here, right now, you're future fucking yourself. But it's also something to where, and I think a lot of us do that with dating or meeting someone we have this vision of what we want this person to do how we want them to act yeah. how we want them to answer our text messages how we want to wake up in the morning to them what we hope our conversations to be to where we set ourselves up to, to these expectations and as soon as that person doesn't live up to the expectations now we're disappointed and once you're disappointed then you're like okay well then he's not it let me move on to the next yeah but we are expecting yeah. someone else to give us every single thing it's just not like okay we can we're never gonna get every Every single thing from one person that's just right. not possible. Do you think you can give I that? Totally agree. You can't. Yeah. You can't be someone's like lover, partner, best friend. You got to find those things in other in other people. You got to find it in yourself. So that really like the person that you're having that intimate romantic relationship with, that's like you know you accept them for what it is. Let, let me ask you. You said you're monogamous. Damn, you was in my mind. <laughs> that was my next question. We always say we use that as oh a reason. Oh my god, for, that was my next I, question. I really appreciate. I'm monogamous you said- right now. Yeah, but that doesn't mean like maybe break in the down future, the question. But we be. got a whole yeah. question. She yeah. she grabbed my mind. Wait, yeah. no, I don't know yeah, the question. Is. Well, the question okay. is: so <laughs> we we use this as a like exactly what you say, compartmentalizing relationships and mm-hmm. people and friends, right? I need a friend I want to go out with for this and that. You're saying that and able to understand that concept, but you're still monogamous. So how do you do it then? Because I don't necessarily expect my like partner who I'm sleeping with to give me everything, right? Like I still I'm a creative person. I think you like if you're doing anything creative, there's going to be some vibes or energy with people you're creating with. I flirt with everybody under the sun. I mean, like I have a company that's called the Sex Ed. I'm talking about sex with other people all day right. long. I yeah, yeah. find I you know I'm flirting with you guys over here. Right. Like I don't know. I get energy from a lot of people so when I'm with him like you know also it's constantly evolving you know it's not like perfect we have our shit and we we talk about it and we're both trying to evolve into like what we want this relationship to be and the certain limited expectations that each of us have and can give like I mean nobody's perfect so you don't have to you're saying you don't you're you're into creative shit but you don't need that from him I do I mean I get a lot of stuff from him but I also don't expect that like he's gonna give me satisfy every single one of my needs. I like that a lot because I think sometimes the pressure of making sure you're this perfect partner when really Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it all. Like Just because you're fucking me doesn't mean you still can't have someone else in your life for... Or, for example, like, he's very, he's, like, super alpha, and he's not, like, I've always dated artists before who were, like, I love, you know, really flowery with the words and stuff, and he's, like, he's really solid, he's really there, but he's not going to do that, because that's just not who he is, Mm. and, like, I... I, you know, it like sometimes it drives me crazy, but then I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get that from him, but I can count on him. 
you know, I can count on him where I've had like a million guys like write me fucking love letters and like send flowers all the time and like but they're not really necessarily like the solid guys. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah. Being there from someone is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to like realize where people are coming from too and how they were brought up and conditioned and what kind of love relationship they've had like with their parents for example like has a lot to do with the way we relate to each other in relationships because it's basically like we're constantly trying to recreate the relationship with the parent we had the most difficulty with as a child. Like unconsciously unconsciously that's who we pick. Really? Yeah, in order to like recreate and heal those I don't those know primal about that, relationships. Like, I feel like that's why I like tall like I like tall, light skinned guys. I like everything opposite from my dad. Is that who you had like the most difficult relationship with? I actually it was both of them hoes. Me and my mom are friends now. But growing up, me and my mom butted heads a lot. But as I gotten older I see it's because we were a lot but of like there's something to be said what you look for in men and how she was saying like you pick someone like them. Mandy's always saying she likes affluent men because her dad wasn't as helpful in, uh, when she was a kid. So that is kind of making sure that you're trying to fix what was broken Yeah, you're trying there. to fix your childhood, basically. The other um, but I, I, I guess that makes sense. I no, I hear it. I guess it doesn't make sense. Um, I so did what, have. Oh wait. Well, I, I, I want to get into I'll, orgasm breathing. Oh, before orgasm we stop. Yeah, okay, you, want real quick. A, you want him to. You want him to, to well, get a well, clip well, of us. Well, well, with the orgasm, I'll well, do it. You'll do it. Okay. So with the orgasm breathing, I want to do that, and then I do want to gauge some of your um, knowledge a little bit. Yeah. For our home mail section. Um, this week. Your home mail do, section. Do okay. you want to do orgasm breathing first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do orgasm breathing. Okay. So what is you gotta be in the shot I'm like so fucked up from this cold right now bro it's just all the traveling I need to get myself together okay airborne what the fuck is orgasm breathing yeah so orgasm breathing is a technique where you can bring yourself to orgasm hands free just with breathing and using your pelvic floor muscles don't believe you but I've heard it yeah, everyone can do it, no matter what kind of genitals you have. Okay, I'm you ready. can do it. So, like, you know what your pelvic floor muscles are, right? Yeah, I've, I've done pelvic floor therapy before. Okay, so, like, well, so for listeners who aren't familiar with it, right, it's the muscles that you contract when you're trying to stop your flow of pee. So, mm. if you've got a penis, contract that muscle. If you got a vagina... It's when your dick yeah. jumps. Now, is yeah. that contract that muscle? Yeah, it's it's just, it's basically the same thing. Okay, um, right. So they're your PC muscles. So you so the breath is two parts, right? So we know what that squeezing that muscles like, right? So and then the breath is imagine you're sucking in through a straw. So your lips are like. So at the bottom of that breath, imagine it traveling up from from the so base shorter of your generals. No, it's going to be long. So as soon as I start sucking the breath, I'm going to squeeze and I'm going to stay squeezed and I'm going to go. And I'm still squeezing this whole time, and I'm slowly. Shit, I let too much out. And your vagina. I'm still squeezing. Will, will your come. kegels are squeezing. I'm still this squeezing whole this whole time, and then at the bottom of my breath, I release. I release the kegel. So does kegel. that make sense? Oops. Does that make sense? You're like you're squeezing your muscles from the bottom of the breath up, holding holding the squeeze, then slowly. So squeezing the muscle, by the way, for those listeners who have never really worked their Kegel muscles before, I was saying Kegel shit. <laughs> Whatever, Kegel, Kegel. So it feels like if you try to stop that pee, like hold it, you could do it right now. I'm doing mine right now. Me Just too. Feeling like holding. I your like pee. to do it at like. <laughs> I'm doing it. Like if you're waiting in line, 
If you're like, well, by the way, it's really loud like, because you guys locked eyes. Right? <laughs> We're both yeah, squeezing. Like, Wait, are you squeezing your <laughs> like, vagina listen, right now? If you don't want to have a loose bladder when you're older, by the way, this is very important if you're talking about a tight vagina, which is a myth, by the way. I know. Like, and we I don't know. want to perpetuate. But if you do want to have control over your bladder when you're older, it's super important to practice your kegels. And it's also really helpful for multiple orgasms. What about the balls? Like the you can put in your vagina like would the, you, the, the I the, swear the to God Mandy I, was, I didn't know what you were asking I was like please God don't let her think you have a fucking urethra in your balls no no, no the, ben, the, the Benoit, Benoit balls, balls. balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah people like Benoit the woman who Bettany Vernon is her name who who I did bondage with she does beautiful Benoit balls oh also gosh. some people like you know I mean I think like the whole yoni egg thing so is how like, do they help your pussy then well yeah. it gives you it's also like it's the same thing it's muscle mm-hmm. control muscle control which you can do like you know like I'm doing right now so just having awareness of your Thailand muscles know how to do it. <laughs> so in Thailand oh yeah they I, shoot we went to a, we went to been, like right? a, a, you went, I've never been so to there's Thailand. a pussy show and mm-hmm. I went in there before and the very first trick that was going on was this girl asked a guy at the bar what his name was and she took a marker put it in her pussy and literally wrote his name on a sheet of paper with the marker in her pussy. I've seen that Because she had good muscle control. You know, you you haven't seen that Kim and Mommy who can like lift weights with her, she can like lift a surfboard with her vagina. That's that's crazy. But why are they older, you think? Why are they older? Girl, the same way why sex gets better when you get older because you start to know your body. You start to learn more. You know your body and you don't feel like you give yourself permission. Although I will say, when I worked in Miami, Uncle Luke would have hoes up there putting Corona bottles in their pussy, girl. I remember those videos. It was so lit. It you was know who Uncle Luke is? Like from Two Live Crew? Get, yes. get, 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 I know get, like get, every single word to every song. Do you? On, oh my God. Oh, my mother God. threw the cassette tape out, <laughs> out of the window of the car. God damn it, Liz. This is who we are. There's only one place where you, you can go like, where the price is right. Big booty hoes. Big booty hoes. So because you are... I would like to say a sexpert, and you have the sex ed show and the sex ed domain because you was on it. Um, I want to get into our home mail session before we get out of here. And the question from this is, am I still a virgin? Hi, ladies. First of all, I'm a big fan and love listening to your podcast. So I am or was a 29-year-old virgin. Until recently, I got into a relationship and things just kind of happened. And next thing you know, we are having sex. Or so I thought. I have never had sex, so I am not sure. However, it felt painful when he first went inside, but after, I did not feel much pain and honestly was expecting to feel my hymen break and was next expecting to see blood. None of that happened. To make things worse, he asked me if I was really a virgin, which hurt my feelings. Now, I am not experienced, but it's not rocket science to know if a dude has a big or small dick, which he is on the smaller side. Is it possible that he is too short to reach my hymen? Since then, we have tried five more times. The same thing happened. Hurt upon entering and felt nothing after that. I don't even feel like I have had sex. How do I bring this up? Is this normal? Please help. First of all, it's totally normal. It's okay. totally normal. And like this whole idea of virginity really bothers me too mm-hmm. because what is virginity? And like, does virginity mean you have to have sex between a penis and a vagina to totally be, be, not because be a virgin? Hymen can break while riding a bike. Mm-hmm. They say a lot of people over 20, I think I was reading this somewhere, I don't know if it's 20 years old or a different age, but have already lost it somewhere or another around the way. So like even if they haven't had sex yet, you may not have that big old break. 
Right, and also hurt. like, I, did you have the idea? Just the idea that like, well, what about if you have anal sex or if you have oral sex or fingering, like all of those things? Like, I what is this what, idea about virginity? Yeah, in middle school, like the hoes of middle school would go around and say they still haven't had sex, but they had anal and they just blew everyone off, like they just sucked their dick, and so they yeah, still were virgins. Yeah, that's. You broke it. But a lot of like a lot of people who are like 13, 14 year olds now are like having anal sex instead of anything Vaginal else sex, because yeah. they feel like it's preserving their virginity. That's so crazy. I feel like like I, I started to say that as I got older, like I'm gonna save my ass for my husband. It was really just my excuse to not fuck in the ass. Oh, but well, I don't think I have anything left to save for my husband. So I hope my husband isn't worried about that. My feet haven't been fucked. <laughs> Oh, I haven't gagged anyone with my foot, but I do have a proposition for that. So unless he comes with a ring, <laughs> my husband may not be able to do that either. What is left like an ear fuck? Like my nigga, he gonna have to an be in like fuck? some knees or something. You like, can you do, you can do it. You, you can, can do, do behind fuck. the knees. Yeah, yeah, you can fuck knees. Armpit. Oh my god! I okay. My armpit oh, has been fucked. likes that. Boom. The guy we interviewed, he was like, yeah. And every time I post a picture like this on my bed, he always. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, they looking good. <laughs> well, okay, so I like I like that. Do you have any advice for? Is she for her? still a virgin? I mean, listen, I don't know wh- what happened to your hymen or where it is, but like, you definitely had sex if it went in there. Sure, he might not be big enough for you, but. Absolutely not. You're not still a virgin. Just because, yeah, no. Just cause. listen. Did it go in? If it did, no. I think the whole blood seeing thing is kind of stupid. And I'm sorry that you see. Know, this is how unsure I was about this. You were shit. waiting for this big reveal. I thought the dick just pushed my period on because I definitely bled like right after. Me too. I, got I did. I did too. Yeah. So, but I yeah. but I had sex at 15. Yeah, I was... And it and went so right So having in. it at 29, yeah. So it's, it's very possible that, girl, maybe you did a split, you know, to kept... But you <laughs> so know what? That's like, that. when I do talks um, and people ask questions in the audience, the number one thing that people approach me privately about are virgins. Me in their 20s, because I think also culturally we shame people for not having sex, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like, where where does this come from? Where There's is this so law that you have that to, listen, like... Liz? And, and great for you. I like know. whatever you want, however you want to consider your sexuality or yourself is all okay. As long as you're not hurting yourself or someone else, it's all okay. Or animals. Or animals. Or dead people. Or, or children. Consensual. Yeah. I do want to like let's do two more minutes, but I just really want to know. We have this question a lot. A girl came up to us at our Houston show and asked me about her virginity and how do I get out there? I want to lose my virginity. I'm over 25. Oof. What kind of advice would you have for them? Well, first of all, I'd be like, why do you, do you want to lose it because you want to lose it or because you think you should lose it because Talk everyone sells, says you're supposed to lose it? Right. And like, really think about that because it's such a personal choice. Like, you want to make sure you're yeah. doing things because you want to do that. Which is what we preach on this show. So like, I feel like as kind of sex liberators and how we talk about women really even having sex because you want to have an orgasm or you want to enjoy it and not to have sex because a man just wants to have sex with you. I feel like the virgins that listen to this show should definitely take that bit of advice and really hone in on why do you want to lose your virginity and don't just go out there looking for a nigga to lose lose your virginity for. But also I'm so like, mad that guy when didn't I've gone, hair back then. Yeah, I, when I, I had like celibate periods, I had so many friends just be like, you should just be having sex and you're going to get cobwebs down there and like no people really didn't understand oh wow you know and i'm like i'm fucking liberated right you know like i've got my little my you know sex toy drawer how long did you go 
I've got I've done it in different times of different breakups for different different periods. And I've known other people have done it. And I'm like, why are you trying to shame me? Why are you trying to shame me? Like just the same problem as slut shaming and as virgin shaming. So we should just like <laughs> stop with this. Let me do and what just I want let with my people pussy, do what the fuck they want to do right. with their bodies. I, I like that. I like that. So before we get out of here, let our listeners know what you have coming up, where they can find you, and all of your social media handles and all that cool stuff. All right. Well, we have a new season of the Sex Ed Podcast, which I host, coming out next week. I guess like the day, day or two after this yes, episode check it airs. Yes, on Wednesday, guys. You can, wherever you stream podcasts, we're the Sex Ed on Instagram. We're the Sex Ed. <laughs> Our website is thesexed.com, and my personal Instagram is Goldilocks G. Boom. Yeah, look for the blue now, chick. What's, what's that episode that I love? That like, I think that's such a good place to start. What was that episode? It was a Lou Paget episode. Lou Paget. Yeah, Lou Paget right. does real has really good tips for cunnilingus and fellatio. I know, and I think so that will work for literally all of our listeners. So, oh yeah, for the yeah. Men, it was for the men good. listeners, for the women listeners. No matter what, as how a you identify, person, I was like, oh, yeah. oh okay, <laughs> this is good. <laughs> no, well, thank you so much thank for coming you. on. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. As you guys know, um, because of you guys we are able to go on tour we have LA this weekend and bitch I ain't gonna lie I'm gonna get hot as fuck out there I'm all in lining up the dick and shit but I'm not getting I'm scared oh I'm gonna get high I'm terrified but I'm I'm probably gonna only get high like Wednesday night and then I'm gonna stop by Friday because I can't be high on on the weekend but I'm excited we're staying in the Beverly and let me just tell you the first time I see now I'm not I'm sorry she wants to fuck fans I'm not just putting what hotel I'm staying at it's super bougie nobody could get in right they block it out and shit so wait because I'm staying there last time I'm like oh this is like really nice and it was Grammy weekend so they did that big ass party there and shit fucking Oprah everybody right so I'm like wanting to smoke weed but I don't want to be like tacky so I go it's outside. LA right can, all of these guys tacky. in like suits are fucking smoking weed and shit and I'm like here I am I thought, and I was being ghetto with shit and I'm like no. oh, okay so just so I y'all know, they had a joint. We got like less than ten tickets left for our second show. Well, I do want to shout out to good. everyone coming um, on May twelfth on Mother's Day. But we're, we got you know star studded event motherfucking planned out for y'all in motherfucking LA. So see you guys at the Hollywood Improv. And then sorry for you guys um, in Toronto. Toronto is sold the fuck out, bitch. So that'll be lit. We'll be there May 18th and that will wrap up our tour. Also, once again, we want to shout out all of our patrons because of you guys, this tour is possible. So if you guys have not yet become a patron for $5 a month, you get three bonus episodes. And at the top tier of $15 a month, you guys will get merch after four months. Um, We've been sending those out and I think we're actually going to start on working on what socks and mugs and a whole bunch of little extra other other things for our top tier patrons. T-shirts and sweatshirts. Yeah. So, um, if you guys haven't yet, um, check that out. Because we are 18 plus on Patreon, you can find us at www.patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. You guys know how to spell it. Again, we want to shout out to Adam and Eve, who is our sponsor for this week's episode. And as always, we're going to leave you with a five minute clip of one of our bonus episodes. If you like it, check it out. Become a patron, support the show. And once again, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Oh, so y'all all like elders. So when'd you when'd you pop your when'd you pop your cherry? <gasps> Weezy. Wow. <laughs> Cause you know from the south, I'm like a gentleman never tells. I may <laughs> I may or may not have been like nineteen. Wow. Yeah, I was okay. you, you know, at one you point. You held out longer than us. Really? 
Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I can tell y'all fast. Uh-uh, don't do that. Oh, bitch. Out of love, out of love, out of love. Praise don't him. Don't do that. Woo. He said, I can tell y'all fast. <laughs> Let me tell you, because at one point in high school, me and my two female best friends, Selma and Janae, we had a like a celebratory pact. So we were like, we're not going to have sex till we're 18. Oh, and that you know, is we're so going to, honorable. Uh, uh, it is. We're going to like, you know, stick to it. And I had a very close sexual encounter of the female kind once. Ooh, and I was just that's like, one of my icebreaker questions for you. <laughs> well, I'm about to answer it. And I got there and looked down at it. It was like, there's a pact that I made. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was like, I there's can't. a pact that I made. Um, so I can't do this. Wait. But I would love to be your friend. Call me. <laughs> Did she know you were gay? No, of course not. I was real like hetero in high school. So what'd she look like? Was it a white? She was seat? actually no. Why she gotta be white? I don't know. You you look, do like I look like of, I would yeah. fuck a white girl? You look yeah. like that type of black guy. Oh my god! You know, like the I'd black guy got see, and that's why you <laughs> and got or e other. That's why you got that look. No, she was a complete ebony goddess princess. She was a little bit darker than you. Like I, I was about to say like she NC had to be 47. a lot of it because Weezy white. <laughs> Mandy, I'm just saying. Don't say complexion. Okay, she go to you pink. Oh, like she wanted to get that. Mandy, no, she that five <laughs> You talk about an ebony goddess princess and then say a little bit lighter than we. I just want to say. I, said a little bit dark, I, I thought I said darker First of all, than we. I'm sorry. Is black and Middle Eastern. Mandy, that's what about fine. yourself? <laughs> that's fine. That ain't white. You sound sound good, bitch. Sound good. Just because you sent your goddamn DNA and you probably got somebody else's You shit. did the 21 of me? I couldn't believe that. I, I didn't do have that much European me. in me. I can't do the 21 of me. I, I don't believe it. Like, the government is already sure. following and, me and enough. No, they just tell I you. Can. It's lies, bro. They just tell you <laughs> lies, what they bro. want. <laughs> People lie. So everything. How no, are they lie? supposed to know I'm black? People and lie? Yes, they lie. <laughs> Yo, imagine if you thought your daddy was something. you like, I don't see any bit of. Well, you know, I'm part Chinese. So, <laughs> bitch, you couldn't wait to say that. I am part Chinese. That's I why I love stir fried with rice. Eyes say that shit. No, I mean my eyes are a little, a little shallow smooth. However, I really am. My great grand, no, my grandfather actually was from Canton, China. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment. Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.